Have you seen Source Code? That multiverse movie from 2011 starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Jeez, this movie sucks. Oh. How could you say that? <laughs> I gotta get my balls broken too? I'm not gonna break your balls. I'll tell you to go home and get your shine box. Oh, uh, Randy, you're breaking my balls. Yeah. I got on the shade. Break my balls, Randy. Let's get into you. I'm gonna break your balls a little bit. That's all. Am I being paranoid or is he busting my balls? <laughs> this guy ever stop breaking balls. Gonna keep busting each other. Break my balls, Chuck. The worst movie ever! And sinned and sip. Welcome to Bollock Buster. I'm Chase Face and. Yes, this episode is about source code. It's a multiverse movie, believe it or not. Uh, but many people think it's a time loop slash time travel movie because they are dumber than a fucking rock. And no, I'm not talking about those everything, everywhere, all at once rocks. I mean an actual rock without a brain. These people have... Absolutely no clue what happens in source code. Uh, So here's the gist. A military pilot dies. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't actually die. He does get blown up. And he's alive. Uh, So it's kind of like a RoboCop situation. He's he's messed up pretty bad. Um, He's comatose. And his body, or what's left of it, is non-functional. But his brain works. Uh, So he's put on life support and is connected to an experimental program that to him appears as a simulation. But in reality, it's sort of uh, an advanced medical facilitation of plugging his consciousness into another person's body in a parallel universe. The body belongs to a teacher who died during an explosion on a train. It was a terrorist attack. Um, the attention of the program is to have this military pilot, which is Jake Gyllenhaal's character, uh, investigate the past eight minutes prior to the bomb going off on the train so they can prevent a future terrorist attack. He is not simply experiencing the memory of that host. He is, in fact, completely in sync with the host. So he is actually living those last eight minutes of that teacher's life. Um, and the eight minutes thing, that's, I think it's safe to assume, that's just a technological limitation in this newly invented program. Um, yeah, uh, Folks, that's all there is to this movie. Um, It's not time travel. It's not a time loop. It's just syncing brainwaves with people in another universe. Which, in my opinion, is a pretty unique sci-fi premise. Um, I I don't recall seeing any other movie. Um, And I, I do watch more movies than I read books. But in... I cannot think of any other source material where something exactly like this has been done. Um, you know, sinking brain waves and getting into sort of like transferring consciousness into another, I don't know. Maybe there's other movies that have a similar premise, but I don't know. 
as far as I can tell, this is a, a pr- pretty unique setup uh, for a movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not super complicated for the average adult to understand this plot. I mean, I don't think. Uh, but today's one-star reviews are going to um, prove me wrong. I think we will see a lot of stupidity. Um, so anyways, if you're new to the show, why didn't my voice just crack? I don't know. Um, fuck it. Uh, you're about to find out that some of these one star reviewers are stupid because that's something we, (laughs) we discover in every episode, (laughs) I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, so if you're already a listener, well, you know what's coming. So... Get ready to take the train. Um, God, I want to sing that. What was it? Like Quad City DJ song? I want to sing that so bad. Come on, ride the train. No, that's a terrible. Don't do that. Don't get into that. That's. No. I'm not going to do it. I'm I'm fighting the urge. Yep. Not going to do it. Anyways. <laughs> it's a ridiculous ride. I can promise you that. It is a ridiculous ride into Tough Town. Um, you don't want to go to Tough Town? Where else do you want to go? The Difficult District? We'll make a beeline to the Burdensome Borough. Then take the train to the Cumbersome Community. Or Confusing County. Or uh, Convoluted Conurbation. And, and from there, we'll go to the Problematic Precinct. Make a quick stop in the relentless region and then head into uh vexing village i'm not sure where to go from there because i um i ran out of alliterations uh so if you're ready i'm ready to make fun of source codes one star reviews let's dial up that internet Whoop-a-lub-a-dub-dub. Why are you doing a Rick and Morty thing? I thought that was something you say when traveling the multiverse. Well, I guess you're not wrong. I don't have many reviews today. You don't have many reviews? What? Why not? Well, if you want more from me, I need you to spend a little more time fingering my keyboard. Mm, Not today. Not today, Internet. Maybe next time, okay? Okay. Well... Here's the first review from Jay-Z Hot Tub. <laughs> so you could have chosen a cool name like Jay-Z Hot Tub, but instead you chose Jay-Z Hot Tub. Titled, Eight Minutes of Repetitive Crap. But it's not eight minutes. It's a runtime of one hour, 29 minutes. First, the pilot dies, but he can still talk sensibly to the doctor, who puts his consciousness into the mind of a dead victim by means of a computer who conveniently remembers the last eight minutes of the crash. <laughs> well, here's what I know about you so far. If you were to climb to the height of your ignorance and jump down to your IQ level, you would fucking die. Uh, seriously, if you paid even just a tad or a smidge or just a a tidge of attention you would know that a he isn't dead he is alive but in a coma uh b his consciousness is not in a dead person 
His brainwaves are synchronized with a version of the victim who is still alive in another universe. And C, he isn't conveniently remembering those eight minutes. He's actually living them in the aforementioned parallel universe. Furthermore, the pilot is then able to replay this eight minutes in any way he chooses, which is absolute crap. But the reason for which you are calling it crap is incorrect because he is not replaying those eight minutes as the soldier. Rather, he is actually living those last eight minutes as the teacher. It doesn't make sense, and I can't see why anybody would like this film. Everything is rubbish. It really doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Well, it does make sense to anyone smarter than you. I wish I could use the computer to go back and regain the two hours I lost watching this crap. Again, the runtime is one hour, 29 minutes. Um, and source code isn't a time machine. It's a brainwave sync across multiple universes. Obviously, you weren't paying attention. This review from Tinkove is titled, This is a Stolen Plot. This is such a disgrace. Plot entirely stolen from a Japanese animation, Steins Gate, which was an excellent story. What a disgrace. You uh, anime fans probably already know this, um, but for those who don't, Steins Gate is a pretty good anime series. Uh, but it has nothing to do with the multiverse. It's about time travel and altering a timeline to prevent a war. Disney already did this by stealing Hayao Miyazaki's story and released as epic with different characters, different names, but practically the script is 90% same. Uh, so that movie Epic, 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 that is not a Disney movie. It's from Blue Sky Studios. Um, and it has nothing to do with sci-fi. Oh, holy shit. I think uh, Disney actually did just recently acquire Blue Sky Studios. So now it's Disney. Um... But it definitely was not Disney at the time of this release. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, Epic is nothing that has to do with uh, sci-fi. It's a fantasy about magic realms. I don't understand why you're comparing the two. Well, it obviously was a precedent. This movie also shows U.S. filmmakers don't give a crap about others' property, as long as not too many knows its source. Uh-uh, Internet. Why do you pronounce source like that? It sounds like you're saying sauce. But I'm sorry, Internet. I'm not here to make fun of you. I'm here to make fun of these reviews. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, literally all film takes from something that came before it. Even... The great Quentin Tarantino has said he borrows from everything he's ever seen. People can't seem to understand. American film industry is dead. Trying to remake other people's stories without any effort to changing the script is just pathetic. Won't make the U.S. creators any better. You are bashing all of American cinema because you saw one bad movie and think they all have a similar script? So, you are an idiot and an asshole. Screw you, Hollywood. Just go down the sink already. Oh, you clueless fucking Muppet. You can't even get your idioms right. You meant down the drain, not the sink. Now I understand how you couldn't tell the difference between Disney and Blue Sky. Or, more importantly, the difference between traveling time and traveling the multiverse. I've got a review from T-Bug Era. 
titled Kind of Boring, Too Much Convoluted Drama for My Liking Red Exclamation Mark, Red Exclamation Mark, Red Exclamation Mark I managed only five minutes, then fast-forwarded a bunch and just lost interest real quick. Oh, come on. How the hell do you fast-forward only five minutes in? You have the attention span of a toddler. I don't think toddlers should be allowed to review movies. Kind of boring, too much convoluted drama for my liking red exclamation mark, red exclamation mark, red exclamation mark. Yeah, you already said that. And your redundancy makes me want to slap you in the face, even if you are a toddler. This is an untitled review from Captain Sapi. This movie was actually disgusting, an insult to my intelligence. <laughs> so, in my experience, and my increasing familiarity with uh, one-star reviews, I've learned that usually when someone says a movie was an insult to their intelligence... Uh, they actually had no idea what was happening in the movie. The story is something out of a 15-year-old sci-fi twist on Inception. The, uh, the plot of Source Code is nothing like the plot of Inception, but okay. Oh, and you know, I, I think one could easily make an argument that Inception has more in common with A Nightmare on Elm Street than it does with Source Code. The plot moves absolutely nowhere, and the characters are as flat as B.O.B.'s perception of the Earth. Oh, that's funny. That might even be funnier than me comparing Inception and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Half of the movie takes place in this claustrophobic dark room, with the most boring reaction shots and conversation I've ever witnessed. <laughs> Half the movie. Um, I think it's more like a tenth of the movie. A true disappointment. For some godforsaken reason, this film tries to combine sci-fi, romance, and terrorism all in one package. Oh, the film tries. Now, I'm not saying it did it well, um, but combine sci-fi, romance, and terrorism? It did. There is no try. I wouldn't even waste my computer's processing power to watch this movie illegally, let alone pay for it. Oh, and to think I wasted my computer's processing power listening to this bullshit. I'm sorry, but those other users who put positive reviews are incapable of understanding the basics of cohesive and compelling storytelling. <sighs> Insulting people who leave good reviews. This next review from The Man Thing is titled Literally the worst sci-fi concept ever. Well, that's just like your opinion, man thing. The fiction has to be explained to Hall's character five times. He finds things in his memories that wouldn't be in his memories, like going to cars at the train he hadn't been on. And here is another exhibit of a dumbass that couldn't comprehend what was happening. They are not memories. Hall's character, Coulter Stevens, is actually inhabiting the last eight minutes of the teacher Sean Fentress's life in a parallel universe. Not memories. Just a complete piece of shit. <laughs> I'm not as much of a piece of shit as people who can't tell the difference between time travel and multiverse travel. <sighs> this review is from I Am Train. I think we should leave train movies to Asian cinema. Oh, well, okay. I Am Train, you make a good point. I assume that you were referring specifically to uh, Train to Busan, but um, I have realized that some of my favorite train-related movies are from Asian directors. Um, those would be movies like, well, Train to Busan, 
and uh, Midnight Meat Train and Snowpiercer. The final review from Ypaco is titled, The Penis the Source Code. <laughs> the Penis the Source Code? Wait, say that again. The Penis the Source Code. The Penis the Source Code? The Penis the Source Code. So, The Penis the Source Code. The Penis the Source Code. Oh, The Peen is the Source Code. The Penis the Source Code. The Peen is the Source Code. Hey, Internet, what is the Source Code? The Penis. One more time. The Penis. Are you saying the peen is the source code? Why does it sound like a question? The penis. No, the whole thing. The penis. <laughs> no, not just the penis. The penis, the source code. Are you asking? The penis. No, I know you're not asking the penis. Are you asking me? The penis, the source code. Can you just. Uh, okay, together. The, the peen, peen is, is the source, source code. code. So the title of this review is a question asking the, the peen is, is the, the source, source code? code? Wait. Oh. The bean. Oh, I guess I caused the internet to glitch. See, that's why penises don't belong on the internet. The bean is the source code. Okay, so I think we've established it is the bean, not the peen. One of the worst movies I've seen in theaters and it didn't improve upon rewatch nearly 10 years later. Sorry, I'm stuck on beans. Beans, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. WTF. <laughs> I know, right? Dumb, but thinks it's smart, takes itself too seriously, and does nothing with its quantum leap but boring high-concept ideas. The more you toot, the better you feel. So let's eat beans with every meal. This should have been a Tom Cruise role. <laughs> uh, I think at this time Tom Cruise was busy filming an awesome time loop movie called Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat. Also, one of the worst uses of Chicago I've ever seen. <laughs> worst use of Chicago... Well, uh, that's a new form of judging a movie uh, that I'm not familiar with. Um, wouldn't a worse use of Chicago be like, how about like in Divergent, where you zip line into a fucking concrete wall? That seems like a worse use of Chicago. But uh, what do I know? <laughs> right. Uh, was this movie great? Source code, uh, I would say hell no. Hell no. It's it's okay. It's fine. I, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. And if I had to compliment it, um, I guess... Oh. Yeah, I mean, there it has plenty of weak points. But I guess, uh, let's see, if I had to compliment on anything, I'd say it's a fairly unique premise. I mean, I've watched a lot of sci-fi... And I've never seen a movie about brain sinking across multiple universes. Um, you don't need the slightest understanding of quantum physics or string theory to understand what is happening in this movie. You just need to not be a, a complete idiot. Uh, if I would describe, I guess, how this works to these reviewers, since it apparently went way over their heads... Uh, I would say that it's sort of like the variance in the Disney Plus series, Loki. Where are my Marvel fans at? Um, Y'all know. Um, but they look... I guess they, they all look the same. And the source code allows the subject to use the variant as their avatar within the parallel universes. Uh, that's all, folks. It's that simple. It's, it's a decent little sci-fi flick. Um, but... Honestly, if I'm in the mood for a multiverse movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, 
I would much rather watch Donnie Darko. So just a heads up, I'm going to be doing an episode on Donnie Darko uh, coming pretty soon. Uh, well, I hope you had as much fun as I did with this episode. I do appreciate any new listeners for dropping in. And I uh, really appreciate those of you who have come back to listen to multiple episodes. So uh, if, if you'd like to support the show, the most awesome, awesome, awesome thing you can do is subscribe and leave a positive review. And I would love that. I would be so, so grateful. Um, just those super simple actions will help this show gain new listeners and eventually improve Bollock Buster's credibility and popularity within the podcast community. So, uh, I guess also if you'd like to reach out to me for any reason, send me a DM on on Instagram at Bollock Buster or uh, or an email to chaseface.productions at gmail.com. I'm open to any feedback, any suggestions. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. And, oh, and just as a reminder, I have dedicated the whole month of June to multiverse movies. I've already covered Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers and everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, and for you Marvel fans, of course, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness just released on Disney+, and I am excited to make fun of those ball-busting one-star reviews. So stay tuned. That episode will drop very, very soon. Um, Thanks again for hanging out. Y'all be good. Oh, you're still here? Uh, Well, okay. Um, I guess maybe I should apologize for all those penis-popping explosives earlier uh and also to uh jake gyllenhaal i want to apologize for this jake gyllenhaal oh gyllenhaal